welcome to our podcast this week with Winging It, Painter and Rico. Our guest this week is Bob Perrett. Welcome, Bob. Yeah, pleasure, mate. Pleasure. Thanks for coming in, Bob. Much appreciated. Cheers, Tony. Right, we usually say we start at the beginning, Bob. Obviously, <laughs> when I was born, we, we know you're uh, getting on a bit. So when we say start at <laughs> the beginning, start at the beginning, we've only got an hour. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. If you can condense all that in, that'd be great. But where it is start at the beginning then, Bob? So, got you into started. football, not being born, football career, where does it all start off for you? Um, it started off at Marchery Road Youth Club, because I didn't play football at school, couldn't get in the side. Is that right? Yes. So, uh, I went to Marchery Road Youth Club, I've been living in Marchery Road, and uh, it started from there, really. So, Marchery Road is Benminster, yeah? Yeah, yeah. South Bristol Boy then? Yeah. Federation of Boys Clubs. Um got to the final down the city ground against Hartcliffe, one one nil. Uh is this under sixteen or under eighteen, Bob? This was under eighteens. Yeah. yeah, under eighteens. I was sixteen I think at the time. And then they left the Federation of Boys Club to stick together and join the regional league. So I played there. And from there um we won the Gloucester Minor Cup in the league. And, and I just progressed, and I went to Ashton Gate Sports uh, with Kenny and Johnny Bungman. When you say Murphy Road, any lads you played with further on along the road then would stay with you uh, playing? Uh, not really. No? Stevie Walters was probably the only one. He came to Trowbridge with me. Right. But that's, that's another story. So when you say you weren't good enough at the start, you was the best at the end then? <laughs> one, the, one of the best, as oh. it says in the paper. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it, I went to Ashton Gate Sports um, and then met a girl and you know, got married. So I left football then it's for a, a while. western song, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I left football then for a while. Um, used to work on a Saturday in a betting shop. In a what shop? In a betting shop. Cool, what's the odds on you getting a job like that, Bob? <laughs> Sharp, you know, sharp. <laughs> very, very. Yeah, so, uh, and then we bought a caravan, funny enough, down at uh, Burnham and Barrow, and used to walk along to Pontins on a Sunday, and they had a celebrity site down there playing the holiday makers, so mm -hmm. we used to go in and watch. And uh, there was a kitty in there that I knew from uh, football, and they were short. So he asked me to play. Were the celebrities or the yeah. holiday makers? The celebrities <laughs> were sure. They must have thought you were Shrek. Big below the belt. But yeah, they asked me to uh, if I would play, so I played. And I stayed, played every week then throughout the summer. And there was a chap there called Johnny Pets, oh, the yeah. Trovers town manager. Rovers. And Bristol Rovers, unfortunately, never mind. No. And um, Don't go there. He, asked me, he asked me if I would like to go training down at Trowbridge. So I said, well, I'll give it a go. So I went down there suddenly. And uh, Were you a fullback then, Bob? I, yeah, always I was a fullback. Yeah, always, always a fullback. Going forward. Well, the thing <laughs> is, Bob, we have a lot of people here who started off up front, midfield, yeah. and they had it fullback. And you started fullback, stayed fullback. Full back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he asked me to go down there, went training. I was getting a bit forward really because I couldn't get in the side. Uh, and then on a midweek game in September, late September, put me in the side. 
and I played really well and stayed in the side then to the end of the season. Um, got player of the year. Who was there at the last game? I actually made the goal and then scored the winning goal. Was uh, John Sillett and Alan Dix? Like me. And uh, they had a so look. How old were you then, Bob? I was 21. 21, right, yeah. Going on 22. So, yeah. And uh, they arranged a friendly for the start of the season in July, the following year. Well, same year, but a bit later. And uh, I might mark Clyde Whitehead and marked him out of the game. Right. So they called me up into the boardroom and asked me if I'd like to go down on trial for yeah. four to six weeks. So uh, you jump at a chance, don't you? Well, of course you do. Hometown club, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I went down. Uh, training was all day then because it was n no games it was in the summer what was it back in 1930 what <laughs> <laughs> this was 1972 <laughs> uh, so uh, we played a friendly at West Brom yeah. and I marked Willie Johnston well the Scottish the you know, Scottish yeah. lad they got he's sent he's going on. for the name dropping yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He, got, yeah he did get sent in for he the World got Cup, sent in from the World Cup a few years later yeah in 78 I think but I marked him and he scored after seven minutes. Mm. So uh, that was a bit of a baptism of fire. Stayed there. Clive White was a decent player, Mike. Good. Was was good. Clive White. Yeah, he was good. He came up at Woodspring not long back and sounded me out. He seen me name on the board as captain back in 2000 and something. And uh, he gave his phone number to the lad beyond Gary Mills behind yeah. the counter. Yeah. And uh, at the golf club at Woodspring. Yeah, yeah. Woodspring. That's yeah. a nice touch, isn't it? Yeah. So we met up. Yeah. Met up a few weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, up, nice. up there and had a, had a drink and, and it was nice to see him. But I, when I see the lads from when I was down the city ground, i.e. Jeff Merrick, Brian Drysdale. Jerry Sweeney. Yeah. You know, when I see them, we always have a good chat. They yeah. don't forget. Yeah, you know. so, so it was good. Um, Alan Dix called me in and he said, um, I'm, I'm going to let you go back to Trowbridge. He said, uh, we got last year at 17, 16, 17, 18 with the same amount of ability and yeah. younger. You know, so I just said, thank you very much for the opportunity. Yeah, great experience. Um, yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, it it, it was hard because I had to catch up with the training. Yeah, training every day. Remotely work, Bob, at the time. Um, I got leave. Did you? Yeah, they were okay. good to me. They gave me leave. I was hoping I'd make it. I swear. Another one off their paper. <laughs> no, but, so yeah. So well, you well, working, for, working for Richard, were you? Mike <laughs> <laughs> Richardson. Yeah. No, no, bless him. <laughs> That's where I met Mike. Back in 1971. Where to? At Trowbridge. Oh, Trowbridge, yeah. Okay. And Jamie. Yeah. So we've been friends for over 50 years. Yeah. Still remain friends. Um, only Jess, I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's, it, it was a great experience. But as we were talking about the other night, that it was the next step to Football League. Yeah. You know, yeah. playing at that. And I never played at school, played in boys' club football. I think the same as what Jamie was doing. You know, he started off in, but he played for England boys, yeah. in the, you know, Federation. 
So it, it's basically the same. And the players that were leaving the football league at the time were going into the Southern League. So you were playing against players from Tottenham. Like Jimmy Greaves went to Barnet. Yeah. You know, like so it was uh, legend of the game, isn't it? Fantastic yeah. standards. Yeah. How long did you spend at Trowbridge, then, Bob? I was there for four years. Yeah. And then I moved on to Glastonbury with Jamie. Jamie Patch, we must say, just in case. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I moved on with Jamie. And then we, I went to Froome. The, yeah. I stayed at Glastonbury two years, I think. And then went to Froome, which was the best move I ever made. Yeah. Be well, it was for me because at the end of the day, I ended up playing for Somerset County for eight, nine years. Mm. When it was selected for the England non-league squad to play a tournament in Holland, yeah, and I went on tour twice with the Rothmans National League to Jersey, Guernsey, and the Canary Islands. So it turned out well for me going to Froome, and there's a chap there called Tony Barnes, lovely bloke. He come and picked me up to take me to Southampton Airport to get in the plane yeah. to to. Jersey and Guernsey. He, he was great. Experience, was, was Tony Barnes? Was he chairman of Western League, or he was something to do yeah, with Western he, League? Yeah, he was something to do with the Western League. Yeah, yeah. I think he was. I just like, remember the name. Yeah, he was on the board yeah. like, with Les Phillips and people like that. Yeah. So yeah, he, um, who I, was your teammates there then, Bob? What? Froome. It, it Froome. Froome. Uh, Jamie, uh, did Jamie go there as well? No. no. Paul Randall. Oh yeah. Started there. Yeah. And then you know everybody knows the story that Don Megson came. Yeah. Took him away. He'd never played a league game, Paul, for through. Okay. But he, he just like come one night, he tore him apart basically. Yeah. And Don Megson took him on and like, but he was a lovely lad, Paul as well. No, airs and graces. Uh, you yeah, know. we both know from our Bath City days. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Still the same name. Yeah, he's a lovely lad. I, I met him. He needs air cut now, mine. He needs air cut About 18 months. But he's got, he still got air. Still, yeah. <laughs> Don't rub it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, that was uh, there, and I stayed there, and I, I was there and signed for the next season, and a chap called Bob Marcel at Gloucester, mm -hmm. I don't know if you know Bob, um, he, would, he wanted me to play for Gloucester. And he said, he phoned me up and he said, no mobiles, I mine of his own phone. Nah. And he phoned me up and he said, there was phones there, was there? Yeah. The serious. Yeah. And he phoned me up and he said, come to Gloucester, I want you there, you're the final piece of the jigsaw. <laughs> so he said, we've got a friendly tomorrow night against Southampton, will you come up and play? And I'll, I'll play, I'll have a game anywhere, me. So I did phone Derek Brain, who was manager at Froome, and he said, yeah, he said, I know he's after you. And uh, I, I went up, had a really good game. Did you mark anyone famous? Uh, Matt Letitia, I think it was. <laughs> oh, his granddad. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they took me into the boardroom, offered me this money, and it's the first time ever I played for more money. Yeah. You know, I never ever went anywhere for the money. It was yeah. I just wanted to play football. Yeah. And then he offered me this money, and I thought, wow, you can't, you can't turn that down. Yeah. So uh, I phoned Derek Brain up, and I told him, and he said, well, if it don't work out, you can always come back here. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So yeah. they kept me registration, 
and I signed for a golf set. So you eight you were eight years it through? No, I was only it's the second year. I was only there one one two years. Okay, but you represented the Western League in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was at through, uh, and then when I went to Clevedon, is when I I played uh, got selected for the England yeah non-league squad. I got I knew I wouldn't get in the the final twenty because when I seen the the team in the paper, it was like Bobby Green, um, Brian McCauley, Finn, and then. Or a para. <laughs> they didn't even know my name. <laughs> you know, like, so, and I got your initials, right? <laughs> yeah. And I got the letter from the FA. Um, you haven't got to mention it to anyone. You keep it quiet until it is announced. So uh, on the Saturday, we were playing Bournemouth when they were in the Western League. And uh, the chap over the town always said, like, I congratulate you on uh, being selected for the England team. And uh, there was one of the England selectors there, oh. and they weren't very happy at all. So I think that didn't help my cause. No. But, uh, yeah, and I I met some great people along the way. So how long did you at Gloucester? Uh, I showed uh, about six months. Is that all? If that, yeah. It's like a lot of clubs, Dave. As soon as they got knocked out the FA Cup, the waste bill slashed. Mm. And uh, one of the top earners, so he got this kitty in for a fiver game or whatever it was. Mm. And uh, I went and played, I didn't go back to Froome, I played for Clevedon. Okay, why? Because uh, Ray Mabbott wanted me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, Brian Perry was there. Uh, Phil Brake was there. Yeah. You know. Um, Lifelong mates were there, Bob, weren't they? Yeah, well, I've, talking to Phil, I've known him over 40 Phil years. Phil Brake. We used to go on holiday together and, and everything, you know. So we, and we're still in touch now, playing golf. And, yeah. You know, nice. So it's, uh, yeah, I stayed at Clevedon. Then Jamie left to go to Briz with Steve Darcy, mm-hmm. manager, joint managers, and I stayed down there. Um, I was secretary, director, and everything. Where is it? At Clevedon? At Clevedon, yeah. Because I, I liked it there. Do you know, it was lovely. It was a really nice club. And uh, who, who, who was in charge of, of Clevedon then? Who was, who, who was top man? Uh, chairman. Brian Baker. Brian Baker, was he? right, yeah. Yeah. Brian Baker was the chairman. Uh, you know him, do you? Yeah. He spent some years there, Brian, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah he did. Yeah. That was all the old... He, did he go to the Hand Stadium when they moved from the, the old ground? Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't no, go. I, I left then. I, I went um, to Briz. Went to oh. Brislington. And I've been there for 30-odd years now, I think. Did you fall out with the Clevedon? No, no, no just left. Just, just moved that. on. Well, the, the manager there at the time was Dave Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, mentioned it a few times. Yeah, he? and uh, he wanted his own man and his secretary, a, a chap called uh, Williams, Mike Williams. Yeah, and uh, he said to me, "I want him in as secretary." So I said, "Fine." Didn't like the job anyway. Yeah. You, do you know what I mean? Like it's doing it out sort of thing. Oh, it, it was a we we it's played. A it's task, a typical it? thing. I think 
99% of the managers would have done it was we played a, a team in the FA Vars called Caribbean Casuals. Mm -hmm. Easy for me to say. Isn't it? Yeah. And uh, the chap rang me up and he said, um, we play in the same strip all the time. We, you know, and because we're one of the oldest clubs in the world, uh, we play in our colours. Yeah. And he said, we, could you change into your all white I think it was then it was blue and white and, then, and all white and uh, I said yeah I don't think we've got a problem with that I said but I'll ask the manager so I asked the manager Dave Stone he went no <laughs> <laughs> I said but they're the oldest club in the league you know like mm, in football. And started in 19 um, in 1882 or something like that I said it's one game at home <laughs> And it is I missed the opportunity there yeah. in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> Bob was on the bench. <laughs> we looked at each other and I was like, I can see his little brain going around. Under that. Oh, no, oh. Yeah, so uh, he said, no. So that's, I rang the chat back and I said, um, unfortunately, our manager have, uh, decided he wants to keep our home kit. Which classes with yours, so you have to. He said, We ain't got an away kit. Skins, bibs or skins, yeah. So they, they came down and played in yellow. We let them up, we had a reserve team kit of yellow. That's petty, though, isn't no, it? No, it was ridiculous. He, and the, the funny thing about it was, he, he said, Oh, come on, he said, Let's toss a coin. Who said that? Their manager. Their secretary. Yeah. Over, you know, let's toss a coin over the phone. Oh, to be oh, honest, isn't I it? Went, I went, yeah, I'll call then, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I said, Say Ed's, I meant Todd. <laughs> yeah. You were secretary, you, you had no problem with it, but it was no, Steve it, it was the manager, as a manager, and, you know, the manager basically runs the club, don't they? they I know the secretary's got to do all the work, but it, it's down to the manager at the end of the day. But the thing is, I, I suppose, they, you know, the, the Corinthians had a shout at that, but to be fair, it's like saying Notts County don't never change because they had all this team yeah, there, yeah, it? yeah. it's a bit a bit arrogant it, it, it? it was it, so it, I think it, it, it got them took down a peg or two but if I'd have been a manager who cares really unless it's your lucky lucky blue or something they come down I think we beat them 6-1 or something like that 6-0 we, uh, we had a good run that year in the balls we got to the um, quarter final and, right. and lost 2-1 to a team up in Cambridge heard it another Rovers player John Taylor Mm -hmm. He scored two goals against yeah, us. So. Yeah, striker. Big, yeah, striker, yeah. big lad. Yeah, so uh, we, had, we had good runs in, in the cup. But then that was it. And I, I went to Briz. Did you the, go to Kingsham, Bob? Eh? Did you go to Kingsham? I was at Kingsham. Um, Before Briz? No, no, no. This was during Briz. I left for about uh, right. five months. And I went there, and Roger Stone was manager. Yeah. And he packed in, so they had no one, so I took over. Right. Basically, well, I got rid of the old guard, so I'm bringing in young ones like Terry Hooper, uh, Martin Dads, Paul Dads, Stevie Miles, Johnny Miles, you know, brought yeah. in a load of young ones. So I thought, well, we're going to go down, we're bottom of the league, for goodness sake. Well, after, after about six weeks, we was there with no points. And, uh, I, I thought I can't handle this. Every, you know, like sort of every week. Jamie would came, give me a hand, and I said, "Wait, you know." So I went back to Cleveland. 
<laughs> Patrick Cleveton is uh, reserve team manager. Who's manager of the first team then? Uh, oh, Jerry Steve. Sweeney. Was he? Was he? Yes. And uh, Jamie come down and we won the first division of the Somerset League and not the Premier, the first and the Cup. So we was uh, League and Cup winners. And they sacked Jerry and asked me and Jamie to take it over to the end of the season. Chairman then? Still? Still Brown Baker. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we took it over to the end of the season and we stayed up sort of thing and won quite a few games actually. But it was basically Jamie. He, he, was, he was a good manager. Yeah. He should have went higher. Could have and should have. Um, well, he didn't. Uh, I don't know. But he, he was a good manager. I, I didn't you say anything. Just you sit there and take the praise. <laughs> when, the, when the phone went and it was uh, Chris Bartlett from the Evening Post, I'll take this, Jane. <laughs> like, and, uh, and then he was saying, he never rings me because Chris used to ring me on a Thursday night. Yeah. So I said to Chris, I said, ring Jamie next week. I never hear from Chris after. <laughs> <laughs> he was ringing Jamie all the time. But, uh, yeah, he was a good manager, Jamie. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's one of the best. His track record says that. Without a doubt. I, I mean, I always say the best manager I played under was Johnny Pets. Not because he gave me the chance, it's because to listen to him and what he, you know, like, it, it was brilliant. Mm. And he could see if something was wrong. Exactly the same as Jamie. He would pick it up. Mm. No disrespect to you, Tony. Mm. I never ever played under you, but I could see you had the, the same sort of thing. Then about Dave. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Okay. I'd have a dig back when he. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dave no. come up to, to Briz, and that was our best times. I, do you know, it was great times at Brisling's Zone. Mm. Great times. So, what happened to Cleveton? To Cleveton, we got a sack. <laughs> <laughs> After about, I don't know, near the end. Of, were you struggling, or was it a reason for it? Yeah, we were struggling. Yeah. That's what usually happens with Bob, isn't it? Yeah. You're struggling. It, it, was. it was. We had a good laugh and all that, do you know what I mean? Good, good times. You go training twice a week and go down on a Saturday, you know, and for nothing really because yeah. mm. the money was cut again and you know like and you're trying to get players to play for a tenner to go to Falmouth in places like that even in their days it is yeah it was really hard but Jamie, getting back to Jamie I can remember a story with Jamie he said to me he, he rang me up on the Friday he said I'm not there tomorrow and I said what's the problem mate and he went there's this lad scoring all these goals he said, so I'm going to go and have a look at him. I said, oh, right. He said, every week he's in the paper. And Jamie would scour the paper, and if this name keeps coming up, and he said, I'm going to go and have a look at him. Anyway, he went and looked. I phoned him up on a Sunday. I he said, yeah, and it was Jim Billings. Mm -hmm. He was playing on the downs or something like that. And he played for the city. Jim had a trial down the city ground. Anyway, he went, he got him down there, and he scored goals for fun. Yeah. You know, he had a... He, Another lovely bloke, Bob. Jim. Jim, oh, great. Yeah, I haven't seen Jim for a yeah. few years now. Mike Richardson have, and I, I haven't seen him. But, uh, yeah. So that's when the great journey at Briz began, was it? That's when it all began, and we was out there. For Can I just rewind? So when did Barry Bradshaw 
take over Cleveland. When they got the hand, I suppose. Yeah, the hand when he, he, right. he was one of the main contributors. Yeah, to but Brian was still involved, wasn't he? Yes, I think he yeah. was, yeah. I'd left when Barry Bradshaw came down. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd left then. But, uh, yeah, he was um, the main man. He, he saw the Timmouth Road yeah. and then got the Anne Stadium, didn't yeah. he? Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, so... Boise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boise. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ringer. Yeah, so the great journey, because a lot of people like myself, you know, I know you played before, obviously, but I associate Bobby Perra, Phil Brake, Steve Jenks, Jamie Pat, all with Brisington, you know, and, and yeah. a long time associated with Brisington. Yeah, we went yeah. out there. I went out there when they were in the Somerset League. Mm. Jamie and that and uh, got out there and I was made spokesman to the landlord sort of thing a chap called Ben Reynolds is that the farmer? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. well he wasn't a farmer oh, no yeah. that was Doug the, the farmer oh, right. uh, Ben was a own Kenchum Oyster Street sort of thing okay and you know and he just uh, we used to get on well and they said Go and see him and ask him if he, we could have floodlights. So I go up and I say, uh, to progress to the next league, Ben, I said, we want floodlights. Put them up, my son. Put them up. No problem. I'm like, oh. So I goes back and I said, oh, we had a committee meeting. I said, oh, I've seen Ben Reynolds. No problem. Put them up. So Breaker, he goes all through it, Breaker. Anyway, with that, I get a letter from um, and the, the state agents down in town that uh, they wanted the ground back. Ooh. The It belonged to Bristol Cathedral School. It wasn't Ben Reynolds at all. He was just leasing it from then and then renting it to us. <laughs> So no wonder he was saying all these things. <laughs> and th they came up and I met... Uh, no, I went down to their offices down in Queen Square and uh, had a chat with them. And they want... He used to charge us, like, the minimum. Yeah. Like, 500 quid rent a, a season. These wanted four and a half grand right. on a two-year lease because they was looking to sell it. If the cricket club would have sold theirs for hours in or yeah. whatever, then they would have sold it. I'm sure they would. They still own it. And they, they give Bruce as long as, you know, you want, really. Because right. I don't think their houses have ever be built there. No. So, uh, but they still own it. But they wouldn't let us have it or, you know, but they give us a, a long lease so we could get into the Western League. That was the... the main thing we wanted at least to get into the Western League so we could go on but he used to say yeah go on yeah go on. <laughs> we want to build a clubhouse yeah <laughs> yeah go on no problem no problem and all the lads especially Con Colin Arnold um, God rest his soul who put a lot of work in up there he said I can't believe it Bob he said he wouldn't let us have anything he wanted us off and all that he said but now you're going out there well, we found out after he didn't own it. There's nothing to do with it. <laughs> he's he's just, probably telling all his mates, quite got this bris lot on the string here. Just listen. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, 
let us do anything we want on the ground. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> and and the, the time it was burnt down, I, I, was you there then, Dave? You went there when yeah. they, they burnt this kid going past one night, just chucked a pot of petrol underneath the clubhouse and threw a match on it, and up it went. But lucky enough, there was a chap waiting to get into the estate, seen it, called the fire brigade, and they was there. Still done a lot of damage, but we was there morning, noon, and night, you know, getting it ready. ready. New floorboards, new, new bar, everything. To be fair, but we had a lot of good people up for oh, us. Yeah, you know, put yeah. a lot, a lot of hours. Yeah. Well, they still do, don't they? Yeah, even even the wives when they used to come out and do all the food. Yeah, yeah. We we used to have like Tiverton phoning us up and say, "Could you put on that chili that we had last time?" <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> my wife won't cook in. <laughs> yeah, then they used to ask, "Can we have the chili, chili and rice and all that?" that was the best we've ever had. You know, so you know, even the wives got involved. It's always been a welcome. And getting back to the fire. Yeah. I'm blowed, he'd done it again about what? four weeks later. What, same kid? Same kid, eh? So they, they shot him inside, didn't they, before anybody got him. But he'd done it again. But lucky enough, it wasn't as bad as the first time. Oh. Uh, but we was working out here till midnight in, and... You can't what did he get, the kid, eh? I don't know. Two or three buildings to the <laughs> <Yeah>. gallon? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But it wasn't good when you go no. up there and just no. sit there. And I think there was a picture of the, in the evening post of me and Breaker just sat. I think I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, just sat and looking at all the damage. And it, it was heartbreaking, really. Yeah. But we got it back. Yeah, but even, even the people, you know, you've been involved over 30 years, but even the people before you or, or, or with you during that time, you know, Frank and that. What, Frank Durbin? Yeah. Yeah, Frank Durbin, Alan Stone. Yeah. Uh, Pete Provis, Colin Arnold. Yeah. You know, they, Alan Clark, they were all there. Yeah. You know, and uh, you go up on a Saturday. I, I used to look forward to a Saturday morning. I used to go up, I'd be out there oh. at 8 o'clock. You have Colin Arnold cooking a breakfast over in the, his cabin. Yeah. You know, I'd go over and have a full English breakfast. And then you work then. Yeah. And then you you go and have a shower and get ready for for the football. Mm. You know, it was uh, it, it was best club I've been to. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, and I've been Trowbridge was good, Glastonbury was brilliant, Froome was brilliant, Clevedon was excellent. But this is what makes Bris so special then. Is it the people? Know, yeah, it's the is people, it people? Or, yeah. yeah, and the players that Jamie got in and and things like that. Tony went manager. That's another story. When Tony went manager, we got to touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> we will because I could put the record straight. Oh, oh we want controversy. Controversy. Yeah. I'd said I wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> I nearly lost a very good friend over that with yeah. Tony taking over, and I can still say to this day, I walked out the meeting because Jamie was on holiday. Right. Yeah, Tom. Jamie was on holiday, and they wanted to appoint Tony. Jeff Hobbs mm. wanted to appoint Tony as manager, and I, I said, "You can't do it with Jamie on holiday." And I got up and walked out the meeting. Mm. So I can hold my head up there, but Jamie didn't accept it. He thought I should have rang him as he's when he come home from holiday and said that, that they're replacing you. I said to Jamie, "I said, Jamie, I think." 
disagree with what he was doing you know like wanted a, a change or anything like that I um, I just didn't agree with the way they were doing it yeah. you were on holiday for goodness sake wait till you got back and have the balls yeah. to to tell you Different now. Mm. and uh, Tony took over it, it, it just went on it, it was okay it, it just went on but I, I nearly lost a good friend Touchwood now me and Jamie's talking and yeah so it, it's, it's all okay there and the other story was when Tony got the sack. <laughs> he was on holiday. I'm getting rid of Tony today. He said, I'm, I phoned him, he's coming down at 11. Will you be here? And I went, I'm just on my way to Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> I never had the heart to do anything like that. Oh. Yeah, I just didn't have the heart to do anything like that. So uh, that, that was it. But we've had some good times out there, mine. And... Uh, to be fair, we've had a lot of Briz people here. We've had Mike Richardson, Jamie Patch, we've had, yeah, Stevie Miles. Stevie Miles. Yeah. Ease. Oh, yeah, Jeff Ease. A lot of people associated with Briz have been here. And they all tell you know, a similar story. Like, you know, there's going to be little fallings, I don't know. But I think, you know, just those names I reeled off then, they're all good football mm -hmm. characters. And yeah. you could sit like we are now, chat them for ages about, you know, yeah. football and, and life. So. When when one or a couple of things I always say about Bruce, it's always and I mentioned it just now. It's always a welcoming, welcoming, welcoming club. You know, you're always welcome. Whether you're in opposition, whether you're in, you're going there for a beer, you're welcome. You know, and and also it treats people as 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 people. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. and it, it, it is down to earth a proper football club. Yeah, Engrove's the same the other night yeah. when we went to Engrove. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah good you know, people out there put a lot of work in. But, uh, but, and, and getting back to, to my sort of career, was there was no phones at the time, so you had letters, didn't you? Mm. And like, you said he had a phone earlier. And night. You had letters, and I had a letter from Ron Gingell, the great... Wrong to do a little taunting, asking me to go down there and uh, the phone number at the bottom. So I rang him back and I said, Not interested, wrong. And then a few weeks later, I seen in the paper that he was after me, but decided not to because he thought he had better options. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's, a, that's a manager's trait. Yeah, yeah. You've been so given the I custard thought, pie. Let's make I, I was just, I was just honoured to uh, get a letter from Ron. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one was, um, what's his name? Ralphie Miller. Oh. <laughs> he rang me at home one night. Paul, how are you doing? Hello, Ralph, how are you? I'm fine. Want a left back to complete my team? You got Andy Diamond's phone number. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> I just cracked up. I, again, Rolfie Miller, what a character! Oh, Is I that Rolfie and Clive or uh, Clive York? Yeah, no, it was Rolfie's phone. Yeah, yeah but, but they were together. Yeah. I think they were at Cinderford at the time. Oh, they were. Oh, they were. Oh, they were. Didn't have a clue, man. I didn't think I had a clue, man. To be honest, but you know, everybody played for them, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they frightened you, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's some stories. So how many games you you played? Oh. There you go, I don't know. I don't Because I've given up on stats. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Knows how many goals I scored? <laughs> One. <laughs> 
No, I, I really don't know. Uh, um, uh, I, Do you seriously know how many goals you scored? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> how many? I scored uh, 29. Is that in training as well? <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of them was from the penalty spot. Oh, is that you penalty taker, Bob? Yeah, because my old mate used to get the penalties breaker. Yeah. yeah. Used to get the penalties, I used to take them. Yeah. But yeah, I just scored quite a few goals. I don't know how many times. I know when me and um, Phil were joint players of the year down at Clevedon, they didn't know he scored 30 goals and I scored 15 from fullback. Yeah. So they didn't know how to do it, so they'd give us a, me- a trophy each. It's mm-hmm. a lot of goals. Oh, no, you said you took penalties. I took penalties. So got a score on the old count, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I said to Jerry Sweeney, like, he, he was there and he went, oh, I was manager of reserves. He came down to Backwell and I was playing and he said, I said, I'll oh, take the team talk. I'm knackered. And he said, uh, yeah, all right. So he come in and, he, well, Jerry done all back and he just goes on and on and like you're pointing at people and all that. I thought oh, they ain't going to like this you know some of these players ain't going to like this they want Molly Collin and then I'm some of them mm, being and, worse uh, now <laughs> anyway I said I don't think they like that Jack. <laughs> but we went on in one yeah. and anyway on the, the following week on the Tuesday night he asked me if I wanted to play he was like no he said play for the first team tomorrow night against Froome I went, no, Dan, you're the manager of reserves. He said, no. He said, uh, I watched you play the other night. He said, no, I want you. So I played against Froome, scored, <laughs> penalty. <laughs> and uh, he, he just, I, I went on from there then, really. Yeah. You know, played under Jerry. Uh, the fittest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> he loved his training. Oh, he loved his <laughs> training. Yeah, fittest I've ever been in my life. But... He didn't have a way with how to treat people, players. You know what I mean? I never had a. F- but a lot of players, I mean, in our era, they did get the proper, like they say, the old air dryer, didn't they, in the face? Yeah. A lot of the times, I mean, I don't think there's many people of our generation who played football who didn't get the managers screaming and shouting in the change room, like no. you said just now. To it. It's a different way now, and I think there's. And there are, there's probably another hundred options people got now. So if they get shouted out over there, they can go down the road and play the same standard, That's and right. they'll have a like a shot. I know Jamie. He had um, one of the lads in tears about how he played. Greg Still, and I, I after the game, I went and put my arm around him. I said, "He's," uh, I said. He's saying That's that. a young Greg still, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Said Rack, good player. Yeah, Greg. good player. He's yeah. a good player, Greg. And he had a mare, a nightmare. So he, I put my arm around him and I said, look, take the notice. He's just trying to get the best out of you for the next game. And then, like, his mum and Dick still and it, Janet was there. She, he didn't play that bad. I said, he played awful. <laughs> <laughs> I said that wasn't the Greg that we knew because yeah. he was a good player yeah. Greg and uh, I said Jamie we've had to go out here and forget it mm-hmm. show him next game that you know yeah but that was the attitude it wasn't it that's what you try, that's what he wanted that's what he wanted there. yeah but the, but the sign of a good manager and you, you've said it about Jamie as well is knowing knows you can give it to and knows you can't that's give it right to. yeah you know and and you know Patchy Patchy was good at it yeah but I never had the art to tell anybody that was left <laughs> So Jamie used to say to me, he'd say, 
exactly. He, he used to pick the side, really. He said, I'm leaving Ken Harry out. Remember Ken Harry? Yeah, yeah. And that had gone on past him. And uh, I, I said, well, you tell him. <laughs> like, like, he's six foot four. Yeah. I said, you tell him. He's out. I'll go and it's the side. And he had him outside and he stormed off. Ken? Yeah, I think well, Jamie told us his story, yeah. 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 But he did come yeah. back, didn't he? Yes, yes. It, it, fair See, play to it. I find that quite, quite um, hard to believe, because you say it as it is. You know, if we're having a conversation, you say it as it is. So I didn't, I didn't think you'd have any problem going and saying, Painter, Rico, I'm leaving you two out today. No, no. I, I, I never <laughs> got to do it, no. That's why I never ever made a good manager, really. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't have the art to... to yeah. See, I'd leave players out and I'd end up with eight. <laughs> <laughs> After single <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's probably my, my thing, though. Well, I just want to rewind. Yeah, and, again? And yeah. <laughs> Phil Brake scored 30 goals at Cleveland. Yes. Yeah, Western League. Yes. Premier. Yes. Yeah. Do you ever score 30, Dave, in a season? No, I don't think so. Not even at Rob's? No. Huh? That's an element. I scored 30 for Nelsie when I was over there, probably. Yeah. But not, well, that went the same standard, does it? What was that league? Western League. Yeah, what well, Western League? Why well, he done that? No, yeah. but that, the, the point I'm making yeah. is that is a lot of goals for yeah, the Rob. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he came to Bath then with us. Yes, he did, yeah. He came to Bath. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, a player, Phil. Yeah, I think mean, Derek Robbins. He, he was um, the manager down there at one time, and he, he used to get players in. <clears throat> He's a lovely bloke, Derek. <laughs> Terrible manager. I got to be honest. Awful. Derek. He didn't have <laughs> a clue. Of. He didn't. I, I <laughs> see Derek not very long. Yeah, actually, yeah. Not running. No. He, he, didn't, he didn't have a. Well, he did have a clue, but he didn't know the way to put it over. You know what I mean? And his opening words don't matter where you play. We play Farmer. Yeah, I've been on the coach for four and a half hours. His opening line, right, that's we're at Farmer today away. Well, we know that, Derek. We've just been on the coach for four and a half hours. <laughs> Is Derek the one that dropped Mike Brimble when he had to meet him at Western yeah. Service yeah. Station? Yeah. And he went out of his way and he told Derek all this, that he was going to be late and I picked the coach up. When he got there, he didn't put himself. He put himself, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and did be, you ever play with him? With Derek. Derek? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he yeah. wasn't a bad player, he was, was he? He was a good player, Derek. He good, wasn't a bad good player. Good striker. Yeah, but he, like, he didn't know what to say. <laughs> it's a bit like myself. I didn't know what to say. How to open it and, and things like that. Whereas it, with Jamie and Johnny Petz and other managers, they just. Yeah, got them. Yeah. Like Pete Thomas at Glastonbury. He, he just used to. Come out with it, uh, like so Derek. But Derek, like we, we were six nil up at Liscard half time. Yeah. Have you played at Liscard? Yeah. It's on the slope, yeah. Yeah. And we was kicking down. Yeah, ain't an easy place to go to. No, no. we were six nil up, and he come in. His opening words was, "Right, as every goal they score is a goal against." <laughs> <laughs> so I just looked at Breaker and I looked at Brian Perry, and we just burst out laughing. He went. And the team's all, and the team's all, and we're out. <laughs> Obviously, every goal they score is a goal against. So, yeah, but some of the things he was—he was funny one. Had yeah, a good, Derek. Yeah, yeah, he had a good, good uh, team, and uh, the training was good with him. But, uh, Did he take the training? Yeah, yeah, running. 
<laughs> rum, rum, rum. Nothing wrong with that tune, is there? Uh, <laughs> he used to chuck the ball to us, and we all used to kick it back and say, We know what to do with that. Let's do some running. And he did, because he was a marathon runner, wasn't he? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was, he, he was good. Who, who else had. Um, so, did you only have one stint as a manager, Bob? Yeah, no, two. two. One at Kentshaw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kentshaw for a few, yeah. five months, six yeah. months. And then Clevedon with yeah. Jamie. Yeah. But it was mainly Jamie, I've got to be honest. I, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, apart from um, talk to Chris Bartlett on the phone on a Thursday <laughs> night, you know. You've been a lot backstage, though, Bob, haven't you? Oh, you involved yeah, in the yeah. massive I'd, ways behind yeah. the scenes. If I, if I did do anything, I'd do it, you know, get Probably. stuck in. Yeah. yeah. So and, and we've said it time and time again on this podcast. You know, it's twenty four seven, isn't it? Yeah. When you're involved. Yeah, yeah. Manager, is, yeah. assistant manager, secretary. Yeah, yeah. You know, chairman. God knows if there would have been mobiles about then when you know I was manager and Jamie was manager. It's been going all the time. I'm sure it would have been. Yeah. 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 Like you chat to Percy now, and this he, he says the same. It's just still involved at Bruce at the moment, Bob. Yeah. Um, I go out there. I'm. Vice President? Vice like President, is it? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. They still try to make me pay when I go in, so... I don't turn out <laughs> Jenkins, <like> Stevie <laughs> Jenkins is on the... T- yeah. It's the other one now, isn't it? Richard calls in. Richard, like like the other night I went up and I had mealed up because it was like... And who's this, Richard? Oh, I don't know his oh, surname. Just there's a gate. Yeah. <laughs> and he he helps out on a Saturday out there. Lovely lad. And he's a good teacher, I think. And he goes, uh, <laughs> I rode me big six pounds. I go, I puts me a bat. I go, all right. And he says ten pounds. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So we we had some great times, mining. We had some like the time uh, we went in the, the Bell Pub down Pewitt Street. And Redcliffe, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I got it over the head with a beer mug by a Rovers fan. Did you? Yeah, they come back off the train, come up, because they knew that was a city pub. Well, it was also where we used to meet. I played for Froome, Steve Darcy was at um, Clevedon, you know, Breaker, somewhere, and we all used to meet in there, have a chat about the game. And they come back, and the bar put glasses going. I got smacked on the head with a glass, he threw it from... As he come out of the toilet, just threw it at our table, yeah. and I happened to bring it down. Like so. <laughs> I still got the lump now. Honestly, it was like next thing I knew, I was um, up in the hospital yeah. having a brain scan. Let's see how they find me. Yeah, they got that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, so I phoned the wife up from the hospital, and she said, "Well, if you'd have come home to your wife and kids, I'd <laughs> or if you'd have had Richard's bobble hat on, it would have <laughs> yeah. so much." And the other one was just when uh, me and Jamie we were selected for um, Somerset, and we played down at Exeter against Devon, and uh, coming home, and it was absolutely tipping down. And Jamie put his foot on the brake on the motorway and started aquaplaning, going round and round and round. Ends up in a ditch, upside down in a ditch. We scrambles out the door. With that, the police car comes by, sees us, takes us to Taunton Police Station, breathalyzed Jamie. We'd only had a shandy because uh, 
we were good kids. Huh? <laughs> and uh, I said, just like, I said, can I make a phone call to the policeman? And he went, yeah, of course you can. You're allowed one call. I went, yeah. So I phoned the wife. And she said, what story are you going to come up with next? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, honestly, she said, yeah, all right. See you when you get home. <laughs> because we used to come up with all these stories. They were true, though, weren't they? Yeah, it was true. Yeah. All our stories were true. Back <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. in the day. <laughs> she would go, no, no, she heard this. <laughs> yeah, so I think my biggest regret is I never... Did she not listen? No. Oh, we'll want, no. My son do. Yeah. My son do in Czech Republic. Yeah. Yeah, he said it's gone international. Fair play. How long have you been married? Him and his wife, Sylvie. They um, both listen to it. Well, hello, James. Hello, Sylvie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got to mention him for Sylvie. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have any more cakes. How long have I been married? Yeah. Uh, 51 years. Yeah, fair play. Same one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 51 years is... Uh, That's an achievement, isn't it, Bob? Is in itself, isn't it? Mm. So yeah, it was twenty-one. I, I got, I got before before we wrap up. I got a little question. So your friendship, the the, the group, you know, you lost Doris and everything else, but you, yeah. Roy Perry, Shaker, Jamie, and all that, you know, it, it continues, doesn't it? Where you're golfing that, yeah, you know, yeah, and, and with Gary Mockridge as well, you know, they, yeah. uh, everybody knows Gary's got Parkinson's, and um, but I played golf with Gary, and he, he's still going on. He, yeah. He's Battling it away, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Touching on your health, well, have you haven't been the best of health, have you, last couple of years? No. On the men now? No, I, yeah, I've got, got to go every three months now, yeah. Yeah. which is better than every week. Yeah. I was yeah. going having chemotherapy, so, yeah, I'm I'm got to be honest, there. Bob, you do look well, yeah, to be fair, yeah. so you've had a well, good Easter as well. Well, everybody says that, I feel knackered. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, one for TV, that one. <laughs> I was going to wear a shirt and tight because I thought it was on TV. Yeah. No, you do look well, Bob. Yeah, no, it, it's... Well, it's lucky I had COVID, really, David. I yeah. Like, yeah, if I wouldn't have had that, they wouldn't have known I Never found it. They wouldn't have had, no, had leukaemia, so... Yeah. So, so it's, yeah. Uh, it's under control. That's good news, uh, what, what about Lord Perry? Brian, <laughs> yeah. Sir Brian, or Lord now, and he's Lord, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was he, he was a nightmare to play with, right? But uh, it's oh, the Joker, Joker in the back. Yeah, he, he's good lad. But good player, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Back a good in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give Give me the ball, Brian. <laughs> You know, it's that's a few of them about Bob. Oh, he was, <laughs> he was alongside you. Get the ball. He's alongside you. Give me that. Give me that. <laughs> nice, nice that player on your side. Want the ball? We, do you remember Dave Burnside? Yeah. Yeah. We played in a um, for the FA eleven down at um, Exeter again, and uh, the manager was a chap called Brian Hall. Yeah. Yeah. You mm. should play for. I play for him at Yeovil. Yes. God yeah. rest his soul. And uh, he said to me, he went, I've heard about you. I don't want you going over the halfway line. <laughs> and I looked round and I thought, well, that's my game, isn't it, going forward? And he said, when you get the ball, you give it to Brian, uh, to David. And let David do all the playmaking. And who's David? Burnside. Burnside. Oh. And I, yeah, right. And Alan Erford was sent around. So every time Earth got the ball, he gave it a Burnside. Every time I got a ball, gave it a Burnside. 
uh, Ronnie Dix was the other fullback. Give it the uh, no, sorry, Steve Hook. Give it the Burnside, and everything they took off after I was knackered. <laughs> <laughs> then they took off, and we ended up winning. You know, it's, it's Did Boy Perry play in that side as well? No, no, oh, right, okay. That side. Mm-hmm. He played in. He played in the. Um, County side for yeah, because we we won it like eight years out of nine, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was uh, it, it was good. Wait, we touched on the best managers, haven't we? You've played under or with you know Jamie and Pets, yeah. So best player now, isn't it? Who's the best player, Bob? You best player I ever played with? With yeah. Oh dear. It's always a hard question. But it is. You've, yeah. I played with with so many, David. Yeah. I the one that helped me most was Terry Burt yeah. at Trowbridge. Obviously, Paul Rand- you got to say Paul Randall was good, but he was only a kid anyway then. How about um, your best, well, your best mate? Shaker. Break <laughs> But you say best player I played yeah. with. I would say one of the best players I played with was Vic Barney. Who? Vic Barney. Oh, right. Midfield player from the Rovers. Yeah. Come to Trowbridge. He's brilliant. Either foot. Yeah. Bang, bang! Like, yeah, he, he was good. I'd play with some. It's like we were, we touched on earlier about the league. They they came out of the football league, yeah. like Terry Woolen um, and Casualiga, Swindon. You know, mm. uh, Kenny Rintmore, Swindon, Terry Burt, Bristol City, and yeah. Bath City. Yeah. You know, and they all uh, they all played it in, in good standard of football. What about now? The other only other question would be toughest opponent because as a fullback you must come up again. Especially back in the day, it was it was a lot of wingers, wasn't it? You had to mark. Yeah, I would say a lad called Mark Edwards used to play for Taunton. Right. And no, then he, I don't remember it. No. No. He's a, a young lad. Remember Roger Lewis the goalie? I think he was related to Roger in some way. I think he married his sister or something. Um, he was he was quickest thing I ever seen. Honestly. Just knock it past you, one of them. Not, and he, they had a, a chap called Squirty Dyer in midfield. Um, Squirty Dyer. Dyer. Squirty Dyer. Dyer. Yeah. I would have run him. Wonder why they called him Squirty. <laughs> He's six foot six. <laughs> but uh, he, he just used to knock it over the top. Yeah. But uh, like, like Chris Corton was centre half and Gary Gary Mock, and they said just well, they used to cover. Yeah. And they say they can't run without legs or things like that, you know. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dick Petworth, you know, like so the good players about. I probably aren't saying names that you, you, you haven't heard of. No, some no. I haven't, no. no. But that's good. You like that. But I mean, you're 60, people, so yeah. you must have known, because they, they were younger than me. Mm. And, you know, like so. Well, most people are, Bob, to be fair. <laughs> 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 I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Well, we yeah. we got we'll have to find out whether who's our oldest yeah. guest so far. Yeah, but you're at the top. Is three. it Bobby P? Yeah. Is it Roger Lane, the referee, or is it Eric Jordan? Mm. Could be Frank Regan. No. Ooh, Frank Regan. He's not that old. Mm. Frank. I don't think so. But yeah, I'll Google it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Army officer Frank. Like <laughs> going back to it, Bob. Loved your time in football. Loved it. Uh, makes every some, second. Obviously, every lifelong, second. Yeah. lifelong friends. Still going out and getting about and watching the games. Yeah. Like seeing you the other night, watching Briz at Engrave. And, um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I can always look back on like my wife was saying to me, like revise, revise. I said, well, you just know the best things, don't you? Yeah. I, I didn't. Apart from breaking my leg, I am. Um, any bad things have happened. Yeah. Probably Gloucester was the biggest mistake I made going there. You know, so uh, they wouldn't let me play for. Uh, Cleve done until I return the jumper. <laughs> so that says a petty thing I yeah. do. Yeah. So Gary Mocker is Gary Mocker is was still playing then because we Brian left, Phil left. Yeah. And uh, Gary stayed out there. And I had to take the jumper down to Gary. Then he had to phone Bob Marcel to tell him that he'd received a jumper. <laughs> anyway, they took it and they give it to this kid he called Fred Gittins. And he put it on like, unbeknownst to me, mine. Tina had put the iron mark right in the back. Oh, God. <laughs> she thought it was really petty. She, <laughs> it is. Yeah, and she fought it up all night. So I took it down to Gary. He phoned Bob myself. Bob, I've got Bob's jumper. And he phoned Clevedon secretary, Tom Oliver at the time, and said, Bob can play. Anyway, when he put the jumper on after the game, there was this big iron mark in the back. <laughs> I thought, well done. <laughs> She's more upset than me. Yeah. yeah. But it, what's nice about it, just finishing off, what's nice is like, you've talked to now a lot about your football career. Like, I see you, and I knew you played, but I didn't know a lot of that, you know? And I think it's the same when we had Jamie Patch in, who see him as a manager at the club as they got on. Yeah. Like you don't see these early days and the people yeah. and, the, and the things you've done, which is, like Paul Jamie, some of these podcasts, really. Jamie was sixteen, I think, when we were at Trowbridge. Yeah. So, but of um, course, a lot of my generation only seen Jamie as a manager. Yeah. You know, although he's only ten years old or whatever, but he was a a manager as such. You didn't see all the things he'd done in between. Yeah. So it is nice to see. Richard was fourteen, I think. Fourteen, fifteen. And you're still good friends with him. Um, so yeah, amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Oh, I love him dearly. He's uh, <laughs> no, he's he's good. Um, especially when I was ill, like a lot of people, he'd phone me every day or text oh, me what every a pest. day. Yeah, <laughs> the, the I'm trying to like, get better here, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Texas was good, but then anyway, I could understand that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. well, is there anything else you'd like to share with us, Bob? Mm, no, better not. I might get yourself into trouble. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, Oh, it's been nice to be asked. I, I wish Breaker had come with yeah. me, and then we could have bounced off one another, if you know what I mean. So to sit here and talk for 50 minutes or whatever it is. I mean, Jamie, I've got a problem, have you? He can talk for England. <laughs> we, we used to have bets when, when it was the end of the season due. How long he'd be, how long he'd be on for. <laughs> Uh, it's lovely uh, that yeah. well, you yeah. don't, you're doing yeah. well Bob it's been, it's been nice to catch up with you appreciate you coming in yeah it's been an absolute pleasure That's Bobby P great. thanks very much enjoy Winging it with Pina and Rico thanks very much buddy enjoy it thank take you very care. much cheers Bob